It's the Mark and Hoogie Show, featuring this week's guest, Danny Worsnup of Asking Alexandria. Hey, what's up? It is the Mark and Hoogie Show. Yes, thank you for joining us. And I am super pumped for today's guest. I don't know what you did, Hoogie. I don't know how you did it. Um, but this is this is why this is why we decided to do this show was to be able to use those connections. And you've you've I, you've pulled pulled a big one today. I'm I'm still uh, amazed that people answer my messages. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's great. Yeah. We're uh, we're pretty excited. We got Danny on the the show uh, from Asking yeah. Alexandria. Danny Warsnop from Asking Alexandria. Now you guys, uh, you, you did a, a tour last year. Uh, it was like Shine Down and Asking Alexandria and Papa Roach. I, I feel uh, like I feel, I feel like we did that like three or four times. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like throughout the Attention Attention record, we were you know I would say the most of the shows we did on that album cycle was with Asking. Uh, great, yeah. great amazing bunch of guys band and crew so pretty stoked to have danny on the show absolutely absolutely danny warsnop of asking alexandria let's get to it how you doing buddy hello i'm good it's it's been a a stressful and exciting day Uh, i just got done the vet with this one uh-huh. who's pregnant. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah, there are five kittens in there that are going to be out in the next seven days. Oh, seven days. Well, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. I'm going to be a grandfather. It's very exciting. <laughs> Any names? The ripe old too? age of 29. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. We're going we're gonna to see what they look like. She's a Bengal. So... We're hoping there's some crazy color ones. That'll be cool. Hmm. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what's going on, guys? Dude, thank so this you is, for joining. You said the show's just about cats? <laughs> yes, it's it's all about cats. Different. T- we got tabbies and <laughs> hairless. Yeah. Oh yeah, those hairless ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, we should. We should just do a whole show about cats, and I guarantee yeah. it'll probably get more views than this show, even because those Musicians cat people are serious. Pets. Yeah. And their pets. Look at this. You're coming up with great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You should make your next Asking Alexandria album, or even as your next solo album. Maybe you just make a whole song about cats cat cat purrs and well you know it's <laughs> you 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 cannot prove that my songs haven't been about that <laughs> true <laughs> they they don't want what what we want huh the cats yeah. don't want what we want they're huh. stubborn little fuckers the, the cat is an anti-socialist fuck wow yeah. it's all making sense now it's all about cats <laughs> let's let's talk let's just talk speaking of that record though let's yes. just talk for a second about how i just somehow wrote the theme tune to 2020 <laughs> right? with that album. I wrote I wrote yes. the soundtrack to 2020. <laughs> you really did. Dude. You really did. It's, I have uh, no idea. <laughs> at least I you guys just... were able to release it, though. I mean, like obviously digitally. Um, but I know a lot of people have kind of just pushed back their albums <laughs> till who knows when, right? And you guys yeah. kind of said, "Fuck it, no, we're releasing it anyway." We were asked to do that, and we were asked about how we felt about it, but it was, I think we were aware early on 
that it was, hey, I know they're saying that this is probably going to be free and clear by the end of spring, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. The chances of that are on a, a best 50-50. It's like, are we willing to take the risk and push it back? And then then it's kind of, we've set the precedent, like, okay, if it's not out of the clear, we're going to push it back again. It's like, what if this goes on for a year? What if this goes right. on for two years? What if this is a Spanish flu situation? And it's just... This is this is like just a period of time for for our generations, right. and it's what are we how how many times are we gonna push the record back? It's like just put it out. It's it's gonna hurt the 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 sales a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's we made this album to put it out. Just get it just get it out into the world. We can make another one. We'll make another one and we'll tour that. <laughs> well, it's not like you guys had kind of had it done for a while already anyway so then to push it back even more exactly like shit like it's already a year old right and then what what do you do that yeah like you said you can't just keep pushing it back it's like you just can't do it you sooner or later got to release it right so yeah i did i did that with uh shades of blue Mm -hmm. um i had that for almost two years before it came out and by the time it came that i remember the day it came out I started submitting songs for the next record. So it was like, I sent the first batch through that day. And the label were like, were like, Do you, this one's only just come out. I was like, yeah, I recorded it two years ago. Like I'm ready right. to work on new stuff. Yeah. So it's, I don't like holding on to music like that. And I don't intend on doing, I'd like to, to get even worse with it. So it's like, just forget albums. And she's like, cool, I wrote a song, put it out right. next week. And then they had right. a panic attack because they're like, we don't have long enough to do a campaign. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. It's Instagram. Do a, pay, do a paid promotion. Yeah. yeah I, I must say, though, like, I didn't think you guys would, like, I was like, there's no way they're going to be able to, to outdo the self-titled. And yet somehow you did it. Uh, and I'm like, holy shit. They did it. Uh, I was wrong. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't have doubted you. I guess I shouldn't have doubted you. <laughs> but it was well, like that, that self-titled is just so good. There was not one bad song on it. And I'm like, how are they going to, how are they going to top this? Uh, but you yeah. managed to, man. We, we worked, we worked very hard. And I think we've approached every album with like a, Hey, throw out the rule book. Let's just start from scratch. What do we want this one to sound like? If we made the band today, what would we want it to sound like? Not what did the last one sound like? Not, what do the fans expect? Not what does radio want? It's just if we started this band day one right now, what's, what, what would we want it to sound like? And we've been fortunate enough where every time we've done that, um, people have talked a bunch of shit on the internet for three months and then realized like, hey, I actually quite like this. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, and yeah, because people did the same with with this album, right? It's like people were like, "Oh, they sold out this and that," and it's like, "No, not not really." Like they're just writing what they want to write, and uh, you know, you were you're already getting play on the radio. So to say like, "Oh, they're just writing these songs to get play on the radio," you're already getting play on the radio. Like you don't yeah. you don't need to do. You're already past that, and the radio is going to play your songs, whether they're quote radio friendly or not because you've established yourself as a band that can be played on the radio and had a band that has a huge fan base. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, when when people say that stuff, they always reference back to the first album. They're like, well, that that album didn't get any hate. It's like, yeah, because no one listened to it. Right? <laughs> I, I distinctly remember we sold about a thousand copies of it. <laughs> we want enough people to talk shit. Um, but it's it's also, and this is something that I like to remind people. It's like we're all very good at what we do. We understand this industry. We understand how it works. We understand radio. We understand all of that. If we were gonna sell out. I f- I'd like to think we'd do a better job of it. <laughs> like if we were going to sell out, we'd be number one in a week because we just do what we know would go number one. <laughs> right. And you'd write a song that would cross over to pop and country. You yeah. know what I mean? Other other genres. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I, I could pick up a guitar and play whatever that song would be for you right now. Yeah. <laughs> the same four chords that are in every other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'd like yeah. I like to think we'd be better at it if we were gonna sell out. I think we're <laughs> I'm ve- I'm very I'm very happy and very very proud that the that us doing what we love and doing what we want to do is being received so well and is getting the success and the recognition that it is. Um, and w- while we don't go for it, it feels good. Well, and I think as you get people forget as you get older, you you're you're your preferences change your music styles change just everything changes right everything in life as and and i've realized it especially now that i i had a kid i'm like oh my god like things have changed even more um but you know you're not you're not 17 anymore you're not 18 anymore right so so obviously things are going to change and and you know you just gotta you, you gotta accept that i think yeah, it's this, not this it's ne- not as if you next- went yeah it's not like you went from a metal band to all of a sudden it's like, Oh fuck. Now, now we're uh, doing, I don't know, some <laughs> Japanese pop music or, you know, you, yeah. you know and <laughs> a mixed record has a lot more songs about back pain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, uh, it's real and it's nothing to joke about, you know, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, uh, speaking of Asian pop groups, um, not an, not a, a, tra- a segue that I thought I'd ever, <laughs> Um, apparently, and this was this was just brought to my attention on on the internet a while back. Apparently, the uh, the gigantic um, uh, K-pop band BTS mm-hmm. apparently got one of their songs from uh, Sony BMG, and it was written by me and the other guys in Harlot. And we oh. had no idea. We never got we never got the call <laughs> like, "Hey, this enormous K-pop band wants to use the song you wrote." How do you feel about that? <laughs> we just got the writing credits and then someone uh, screenshotted it on YouTube and sent it to us like, is this real? I was like, it's on their YouTube, so I think so. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, All I right. said songwriters, Danny Watson-Up, Jeff George, and <laughs> Bruno Agra. Well, as, as long as the money goes into your account, I guess it's like, all right, well. Right. Thank you. Thank you, I think. I think I, think I, I paid off my publishing advance in, in, in about a month, which was great. Um, but it was, it was also, so here's one thing that's bugged me. I have no idea what song it is that I wrote because it's in Korean. <laughs> they translated it. I have no idea which song it even was. <laughs> You know, speaking of Harlot, there were, I know you kind of talked about releasing some stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's going on with that, man? Well, um, Jeff George was supposed to be, I'm going to Miami this weekend. Uh, I'm doing a couple of photo shoots and Jeff George w- uh, has a house down there um, by a, a gallery that he has. It's, it's be- beautiful, old guitars, old cars, yeah. old amps. Um, 
It's called Walt Grace Vintage on Instagram, I believe. Um, he was going to fly down there and meet me there, and then we were going to come back up to Jacksonville, where I live, and work on the new record. Well, we were going to write and record the entire thing. Um, he's still stuck in Detroit. He forgot it was Father's Day, so he's there with his family. So on July 1st, he's flying here. And over the course of the next probably 12 days from there, we are going to write and record new Harlot music, which... Mm. Now that touring is off the cards for everyone, I have no red tape in the way, so it'll be out as soon as it's finished. Nice. Also, also gives you time to have baby kitties. Yeah. <laughs> I should be able to get the smell out by the time he arrives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna come back really quick. We got to take a break. We're gonna come back play a quick game of Would You Rather with Danny okay. Worsnap. It's the Mark and Hoogie Show. Homegrown Boone's Bourbon, founded by American singer-songwriter Tyler Boone from the Strike Pig Distillery in Charleston, South Carolina. It's 117% proof, 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% barley. True American-made bourbon, aged in brand-new American white oak charred barrels. Order a bottle online today. DrinkBoonesBourbon.com. Will soon be available in Edmonton, Canada, and in Europe. Why leave the house to go shopping when you can buy from your couch? BuyFromYourCouch.com strives to give their customers unique quality products and service at the absolute best price. Choose from one of their fashionable and washable masks and keep yourself and others safe. Plus, check out their top quality shirts, bar supplies, and more. Just visit BuyFromYourCouch.com. Conquer Rides and Rods, Canada's largest aftermarket V-Twin parts retailer for Harley-Davidson and Indian Motorcycle. We also carry the latest biker clothing lines and accessories. Free Canadian shipping on orders over $50. Meeting or beating all Canadian online pricing. Check out Conquer.ca. That's Conquer with a K. Instagram at Conquer Rides and Rods. Bestronics Pro Audio, providing high-end and durable audio cables for the professional musician. All cables are custom-made to order and manufactured right in the USA using premium components. Check out our custom pedal board and rack builds. Visit best-tronics.com. And don't forget to follow us on our socials. Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com. Hey, guys. How you doing? Mark and Hoogie Show. Welcome back. We got Danny here. We're going to do the Would You Rather segment of today's show. So uh, <laughs> this is always a fun one yes. on the show. Would you rather have a permanent splinter or sliver, I should say, a permanent sliver underneath your big toe or a permanently bad haircut well i've i've spent the last 29 years with the latter i think i <laughs> i fear that i may have been given this question in a, in a previous life already i think i chose the second one all right <laughs> would would you rather have to uh fight 100 pigeon-sized zebras or one zebra-sized pigeon. Well, uh, I definitely take the hundred zebras. The, the one pigeon, as confident as I am <laughs> in my uh, in my combat abilities, it can fly. Yeah. So uh, all it's got to do is grab a hold of me <laughs> and get me up, and then just yeah. let go, and it's Good game call. over. Um, but Good call. I, like, I mean. Those, those zebras, I could just jump on them. <laughs> Stomp on them? I mean, yeah. this is me assuming it's a fight to the death. I guess I could punt them if it wasn't. 
So, yeah. Alrighty. So, would you rather never be able to uh, go out during the daytime, or never be able to go out during the night? Only go out one day or night. Well, I don't really go out anyway. Um, but <laughs> I suppose, see, it's I go to bed early and I wait and I wake up relative. I wake up early for a musician. Um, so I want to say day, but then all concerts are at night. Can't go out. So I suppose I, I could do. I suppose I could do matinees and just do the daytime. That would be great. I can't be not, up on though. Mind. I lose my mind would matinees it. not be amazing? Yeah. Like, and then you got the rest. Of, get it over yeah, with, no. at, say noon, and then you got the rest of the day. I have for years had this idea, <laughs> and I've got to be way further along in my career because I need to be able to. Affo- I need to be able to afford to take a lot of days off, um, and or be on a be on a jet. I want to do the Home by Nine tour. I love it. Where everyone's home by nine o'clock. So yes. That would be great. Yes. But the, the yes. thing is, like, it'd it, it have to be Saturdays and Sundays because obviously people are at work. Unless it was just an evening with, and it's like I go on it. Yeah, you see people get off work. Like, people, yeah, it'd have to be Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, well, you start at seven, just play seven to nine. There you yeah. go. Done. Done. True. I don't know. Well, no, no, because you can't be home then. You got to be home by nine. You need time to get out of the show. Oh. And get home <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. Dinner like, show. I, like, I'm going to play five, five until seven. It could be like a dinner show. I mean, I'm okay with just weekend shows, yeah. to be quite honest. Uh, selfishly, you know? I I, I, love, I wake I, up at 5 a.m., though. I did so. it for a year. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did. I did. I did only weekends for a year, and I flew to them all. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, it's that's the dream. Uh, would you rather sound like a cow mooing every time you laugh, <laughs> or or a chicken every time you scream? Well. <laughs> You heard my first couple records? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'd, probably, I'd probably take the cow one because I love comedy a lot and I also like fucking with people. So, <laughs> like, going to comedy clubs is one of my absolute favorite things to do in the world. And I would get so much attention, one. Yeah. Um, but also, like, it would screw with people so much. Just me mooing throughout the show. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a great party trick, too. Like, you go to a party, and it's like, hey, hey, yeah. here's Danny. Look, he can moo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. already. Black so, and moo, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you rather only be able to wear sweatpants the rest of your life or only mm-hmm. wear chaps on stage? This is a stupid question. Has anyone ever picked chaps? <laughs> right? You, you never know, man. Like, I, like I feel like, I feel like that's like. <laughs> would you rather like get to wear sweatpants for the rest of your life, <laughs> <laughs> or have to wear chaps? People want to wear sweatpants. Sweatpants are comfy. Yes. Yeah. Those Lululemon sweatpants. I know. I I've, I've been told it's like they're incredible. You've been told. <laughs> yes, I've been told. I've do been you- told. That they are honestly, incredible. Honestly, Mark, how many pairs do you have? I do not have it. No, I, I refuse to spend $100 on a pair of sweatpants, but I've been told that it's well worth $100 so what for if those sweatpants. What if you were bargain shopping and you saw a pair on the shelf? 
Oh, 100%. I'd buy them. Yes. Yes. What's the most? Even you if, pay? What's the most? Uh, the you mo- pay? Uh, probably 70 bucks. So, which oh, I, so that is that, that, a big sale. Th- right. That, <laughs> that $30, uh, you know, uh, I just, I can't, I, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's, and last one, would like, you, would you, <laughs> that's like, that's like a Labor Day sale. Like, you know, you, it, yeah. It's probably about seven of those a year. Uh, our, problem, <laughs> our, our problem is, is we're in Canada, so you got to ship it here. There's duty, yeah. taxes. Duty. True. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, would you rather there you go (laughs) and uh would you rather be invisible or be able to fly you can only choose one can i turn the invisibility off yeah how fast can i fly uh like a peregrine falcon would he be? How fast is that? Very fast. Very <laughs> fast. <laughs> would he would he be home by nine after his show? <laughs> I mean, it'd be it'd be convenient for those times, yes. You see, probably fly, but I've always I've always toyed with I say toyed with like it's ever been an option. The idea of invisibility. <laughs> because <laughs> well, younger me for teenage reasons um but then it's also like it'd make getting around shows super easy um mm-hmm. then i was also like i could t- i could take so much money from banks because sometimes <laughs> i'm basically I I, I I i live in a state of might be real life so i'm constant i'm constantly like if i'm in a bank i'm like case in the joint like i'm in oceans 11 or some shit <laughs> <laughs> like when i'm in casinos i try and like avoid the cameras for some reason <laughs> like i'm about to like i'm about to rob the place um, oh man so invisibility has has been on my mind a little bit with that but i suppose with flight i mean what are they gonna do you could just grab it and then fly off i'd, I'd probably take flight flight yeah I think I think I do flight too. It's, it's, it's less the suspicious than invisibility. <laughs> yeah, I well, think invisibility it, would it, be it, fun. It, is it though? It'd they, be fun, but none of your friends flying? would trust you. <laughs> if I had a friend who could turn invisible, yeah, I would one hundred percent always suspect them of doing things or looking at things that doing or looking. Right. Well, and then you'd never be able to do anything yourself. Yes. I'd be worried that the dude is in my house, like spying on me. Exactly. Or something. Yeah. Right? I have yeah. terrible friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they say the same about you, that you're no, I know the they terrible. Do. That's why they would never give they, they would never approve of me being able to go invisible. <laughs> like, Dad, no, he's going to write messages no. inside the shower when we're there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's uh, Would You Rather, the Danny Warsnoff edition on the Mark and Hoogie Show. All right, we're going to qu- come back uh, quickly. we got some listener questions for you. The Mark and Hoogie Show. Guitar gifts for you. A personalized guitar strap. They're embroidered, affordable, and professional looking for that electric, acoustic, classical, or even bass guitar player. All guitar straps sold are genuine Levy's products. And they're all fully adjustable. GuitarGiftsForYou.com That's GuitarGifts, the number four, the letter U, dot com. WB Gear. We are determined to help get artists endorsement 
and the gear you need. Featuring brands such as SIT Strings, Prestige Guitars, Bestronic Pro Audio, Rev Amplification, Guitar Gifts for You, Neat Audio, Big Ben's Nut Sauce, Intune Guitar Picks, Mental Case Ink, Rockstock Pedals, and Barefoot Buttons. New artists can apply at WBGear.com today. Rev Amplification is committed to innovation, tone, and service. Check out the new Alpha Series, the all-new T20 and D20, as well as our great line of pedals. The plan from the start with the G-Series pedals was to recreate the tone of our amplifiers. You can pick that up in one of the three options, the G2, G3, and G4 pedals, and they're available today over at RevAmplification.com. The meanest beard products in the world. Hoogie here, and I gotta tell you, I've been utilizing the meanest beard product in the world for some time right now. It's helped my beard come in full, luscious, and, well, what more can I say? Save 15% using the meanest beard discount code MB15MH. Find us on the web at meanbeardco.com. Adventure Mystic is Mystic Connecticut's premier paddle sports destination, featuring bike, kayak, and paddleboard rentals, sunrise, sunset, and full moon paddle events, kayak and paddleboard lessons, tours, and private parties, paddleboards, skateboards, snowboards, and so much more. Now shipping anywhere in North America. Order online at adventuremystic.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. It's the Mark and Hoogie Show. Hey, we're back. It's the Mark and Hoogie Show. Danny Warsnop from Asking Alexandria is uh, our special guest today. And it's time to uh, uh, go to the mailbox. You can ask Danny Warsnop a question. We've had people send in some video questions, Danny. So uh, we're going to go to our first question right now. Here we go. What's up, guys? My question for Danny is, now that you're living in North America, what are some of the favorite things you like to do now compared to growing up in the UK? Great question. Um I feel like you have to say that when, uh, when you when you when you start doing interviews and stuff. It's a great question. That's just a fun observation I've made over the years. Great, great question. Um, um, well, I moved over here very young. I, I was seventeen. Um, we played our first ever show here. So we for. For all intents and purposes, Asking Alexandria started in the U.S. Like, we met in the U.K., and then we came over here and wrote and played and recorded in the U.S. Um, so, I've done most, well, I've definitely done all of my, gro- outside of vertically growing, I've done all of my growing right. up here. Because I was <laughs> okay. an idiot. Because I was a teenager. Um, and if you can find me a teenager who hasn't made a boatload of bad decisions, <laughs> I'm sure you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a boring person i don't know um so i did all my, all my growing up here but uh I, th- I think most of the pastimes and hobbies that i've gotten and developed and enjoyed have all been stuff here because when i was in england i was broke and i mean if i got out of high school and then i was uh sleeping under a bed station trying to do college so it was there was really nothing like my hobby stabbed um whereas now i mean we do a bunch of stuff i I predominantly play music i take photos too i uh i built i built this room and the lights are off so i don't know if you'll see it this is the control room of my studio that i built into the house Hmm. so i I work out of here and I, i write and produce my own music and then uh i've also i'm producing for other bands and doing that we obviously do photo shoots and all that stuff outside of that hobby wise i work out every day and then 
hang out at the house. I just kind of, I've kind of forced myself to start playing video games. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of these things are particularly uh, caused by living in North America. I enjoy, I enjoy it, something that is in every way the most American in the world. I do, I do very much enjoy um, some uh, ballistic therapy. I enjoy shooting firearms. <laughs> yep. Who doesn't? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question. It's 2020. Everyone's very sensitive. <laughs> and moving on. Question number two. Hey, Danny. What's good, man? It's Nate. I was just wondering if there's any plans for asking Alexandria to do any virtual shows in the near future. Hope you're staying well. Great question. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's hard to answer. I've done a couple, and the only reason asking hasn't, and it's kind of been off the cards, is that we live at opposite sides of the country. Right. And um, obviously over, over an internet connection, it's, there's a lack, so we couldn't physically do it. Um, now that flying is more of an option, uh, and everyone's starting to open up again, he says, as Arizona gets its second wave. Right. Um, <laughs> that's where they live. That's the context of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go out there, and I know we've, we, we're filming some stuff for uh, some acoustics, uh, acoustic renditions that we're putting out. Hmm. Uh, I would like to put together uh, a live stream show. But, I mean, the, the nature of it with it just not being me by myself, which I can do, I can do 14 a week is we kind of need to rehearse because we've never done that. Mm-hmm. So it adds like a bunch of time where it's finding two weeks where I can go, or even a week, to go out there, we figure out the show, and then put it together so we can put it out, so we can do it. Um, it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world. At some point, hopefully we don't have to. Hopefully touring starts again soon. But if it doesn't, we're definitely going to figure that out in one way or another. Hey, Danny. I love the new CD. Uh, What are you looking forward to playing live the most? Uh, To playing live, probably Anti-Socialist is going to be really good. Honestly, that that whole record is a live one. I really want to play uh, Give You Up because the way I envision that live in my head is crazy. And there's lights and pyro and it's it's almost like a rave. I'm not a rave person. I've never been to a rave. <laughs> so my idea of using the word rave could be completely wrong. What I assume originally, like, like a lot of strobes and lasers and stuff. I just feel like that song's going to be a lot of fun. Martin and Hoogie, it's your old pal, Red Cup Jeff. I have another question for Danny Warsnock. Well, it's actually his first question, but nonetheless, I want to know. He's supposed to be an expert on photography, and the thing that I need to know most, what everybody wants to know, which profile would he use? What? That's it. That's my question for this week. This time. Next time. Till next time. Red Cup Jeff. 
I would go. I would go with the second one. The 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 leading lines from uh from the building along with his uh, the, the 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 angle of his arm. It's it's yeah. it's, it's not leading up nice. Go with the second. <laughs> Number two. All right, a very important question that needed to be answered. So thank you for answering that. Yeah, that's that's why I do this. <laughs> All right. Our next question. My question for Danny is you have done so many different side projects for music uh, from We Are Harlot to two solo albums. So my question is, what's next? Uh, I think I I change up what I'm doing so much from record to record that kind of each solo record is its own thing or could be its own thing. Um, the new, like the, there was obviously, I did a country record and then kind of a blues rock kind of one. Um, and then this next one is like, I have a full orchestra um, in it and there's a lot of pia I bought a piano. So now there's piano on everything. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm doing that thing where someone gets something and then that's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I mean, yeah, I've I've had a I've had a few things I've thought of, and I think uh, as is common with people in our line of work, we constantly spend a little too too much time with each other, and it's like we should do a we should do a band. I think late I think, night decision. Like that, yeah, that that thing when when you first start out playing instruments when you're in high school, and someone else plays an instrument, you're like we should start a band. It's gonna be it'll be awesome. I don't think we ever grow out of that. Um, <laughs> We could we could we could be the biggest band in the world, and you still kind of meet other musicians, and yeah, we should we should do a band. Yeah, we could do it in my dad's garage. It's awesome. <laughs> we barely my, do, oh, we'll do it in my mom's garage. She barely uses it since dad moved out. My cats have a room at my house. We can do it there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could ask real nice. She might let me. <laughs> and uh, we have one more question. Let's get to it right now. It's from somebody that I think you know. What's up, Danny? Eric from Shinedown. I was going to ask you what it's like being the whitest human being I know, but uh, I figured that probably wasn't a very good question. So my question is this. As you've gotten older, uh, you know, has it become harder to uh, to keep your voice working in a higher, higher register? Um, and if so, uh, how have you uh, gone about, uh, you know, keeping it in shape to do that. Cause uh, you, you know, you always sound great in those higher registers, man. And, and I've heard the new record and uh, you weren't shy about using it. So uh, yeah, let me know. I was 100% convinced that that was going to be Zach asking when I was coming to Brazil. I was, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. <laughs> Anytime I go live, that's what it does. Um, <laughs> great question. <laughs> great uh, question. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if anything, my voice has gotten easier, and I think that's because I didn't know what I was doing. And like to begin first, if I'm very, very honest with myself, um, and incredibly self-aware, I think probably the first nine years i didn't know what i was doing and i was i was damaging my voice a lot definitely the first seven or eight i was blowing my voice out all the time because hmm. because i'm stubborn i uh 
you'll never hear my wife say this unless you ask her or or around her but i'm very stubborn and i don't listen to advice and <laughs> i think i know everything and time and time again i'm proven wrong <laughs> but does it change me not even a little bit and i, I blow my voice out all the time and we got to a point where when when it was coming to booking tours it was it was like okay well how many days do we want off like what's our max for shows in a row and i was like i can't do more than three shows in a row which is mm-hmm. terribly unprofessional yeah <laughs> especially when our show was like an hour and 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> the dur- during which a good 30% of it is talking like right. it was just bad stand up <laughs> so so since then like i mean i i look after my voice now i, I haven't been a drinker for a while now and mm. i have a great vocal coach i th- i thought that was it for our questions but my son always likes to come in and and ask a question it seems lately right. so uh my son aiden would like uh aiden do you want to ask the question What's or up, aiden? can you ask it okay he wants to know he gets very shy uh, he wants to know what your favorite animal is. That's that's My his question. favorite animal. I can be incredibly specific with this. Uh, so I've had a few favorite animals over the years. <laughs> As a kid, it was a tiger, and I liked then I liked killer whales. Um, uh, tigers, I've always had something of an affinity with. They're they're uh, they're lone animals. They're they're kind of by themselves. I've always been confused by lone wolf because they're pack animals. Like the lone wolves on a thing. Yeah. My favorite animal is specifically this guy. Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's cowboy. Nice. All right. Well, there you go, Aiden. You got your... Dog. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, there we go. The important questions were answered today with Danny Worsnop. Uh <laughs> So we're going to take another quick break, and we will wrap up coming up in uh, just a couple minutes. Again, Danny Worsnoff of Asking Alexandria joining us on The Mark and Hoogie Show. Visit us online at com. SIT Strings is celebrating 40 years. We believe that great tone starts with great strings. Manufactured in Akron, Ohio, we're a small but mighty company made up of guitar players, bass players, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, country music fans, metalheads, 80s rockers, and even the occasional jam band guy. Visit us online at sitstrings.com. Support the Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do so head over to the merch page at the markandhoogieshow.com today prestige guitars we manufacture both solid and semi-hollow body electric guitars bass guitars and acoustics using only the top components whether you're on stage in the studio or at home prestige guitars will ensure that you sound feel and look the best each and every time you pick it up check out our new custom shop online at prestigeguitars.com DeanBlundell.com is Canada's premier blog and podcast network. Our unique group of broadcasters, athletes, writers, and production specialists cover platforms that range from music, sports, radio and television, marketing, self-help, and even comedy. 11 podcasts, over 20 bloggers. Pure content madness. Check it out for yourself at DeanBlundell.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Adam Gantier from St. Asonia. 
And you're watching The Mark and Hoogie Show. Hey, it's The Mark and Hoogie Show. Danny Warsnop of Asking Alexandria is our guest today. And uh, so, dude, again, uh, the new Asking album is out. Uh, you said earlier on the show you're going to be working on some new Harlot stuff. Uh, obviously, I think you're always working on your solo stuff. Uh, <laughs> but, Taking- you know, <laughs> you, you've even you've even booked a, booked a show already um, and canceled yeah, the so- show, it sounds like. <laughs> Last night, last night I got an email, and okay. we'd already, we'd already spoken. It was like the crazies finally starting to hit us touring. Fuck, where it was nice to have some time off for once, and now it's like, mm-hmm. okay, enough's enough. I want to get back out on the road. I've now missed three tours that I was supposed to be doing, so I'm I'm feeling it now. I'm starting to get the blues. So I got an email through from a venue I love playing at. Um, who, I'm, I'm not going to mention them because this isn't to do with them, so, and I don't want right. them any. I don't want them to get any bad press because of this. Yeah, it's not on them. But they hit me. And they were like, "Hey, the show, July 10th. They're in Texas. Texas is now open up. They're allowing shows. Do you want to play it?" And I was like, "Absolutely." Like I've worked with them a lot of times. They already know all my numbers and what I need to get there. So they're like, "You're good. Just do you want to do it?" Yes, 1000%. They're like, okay, we want to get it up and announced as quick as possible because it's in like two weeks. Right. So I was like, yeah, throw it up now. Throw it up now. So we put it up. <laughs> I, laid, I laid my head down to bed. <laughs> I, I like I saw the story come in from them. I just repost. I just like uh, post my story. Didn't even look. It's uh, it's Ben Bruce and Diony Spalder, Asking's manager. <laughs> And they're text they're texting me frantically. I look like I I look at my phone. I'd missed the call, but I looked I looked at it, and there was like like twenty some texts from both of them on a thread. I'm like, well, this must have something down. And they're both like, hey, why are you doing the show? What is wrong with you? And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm not doing the show. Like, <laughs> it's fine. I'd done no research at all as to what this show was or who this show was with. Um, Uh-oh. Are you familiar with an artist called David Allen Coe? David Allen Coe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, little about his history, of which I was completely oblivious. Incredibly racist! Oh, yeah. Phenomenally yeah. racist. Like, <laughs> that was yeah. Yeah. everything. Yeah. Yep, maybe, 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 maybe two hours. Hopefully less. I didn't look at the clock, but <laughs> email. I was like, I'm not doing this show. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know why you asked me, but I'm out. <laughs> Count me out. Uh, so, so I'm. I'm. I got too excited about playing a show. <laughs> I went and confirmed it without doing any reading at all. I went back and looked at the email said his name but i didn't know i, I wasn't familiar with him so i, I right. didn't mean anything to me it's like i don't care who it is i just want to play a show yep <laughs> and a bunch of people yeah. online were like we're like you're a pussy like it, it doesn't matter who else is on the show the <sighs> message isn't your message and i was like mm, you wouldn't be saying it yeah <clears throat> yeah well that's a great one. well then <laughs> look at you can never yeah. stay out of trouble danny you're always getting yourself into trouble i'm trying <laughs> desperately even in quarantine yeah <laughs> oh geez well thanks man we appreciate you joining us on the show and hopefully hopefully we'll be able to uh see you guys out on tour sooner rather than later uh you know fingers crossed <clears throat> thank you for tuning in 
Yeah. Awesome. There you go. Danny Ward's not passing Alexandra. And make sure to download the new album, Like a House on Fire, if you have yes, not yes. already, because, you know, we need to support our bands and buy yes, lots of do. merchandise. Lots and lots of merchandise. All of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> it's the Mark and Hoogie Show. Thanks for tuning in. The Mark and Hoogie Show. Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com.